and welcome to Alien Minute, the daily podcast where we are analyzing aliens in short controlled bursts. I'm John Engel. And I'm Lindsay Romaine, and today we're talking about Minute 107, which begins with Hicks preparing a cutting torch and ends with Ripley looking down to locate Newt. Yeah, Lindsay Romaine is back with us again today. Thanks for coming back. Thank you for having me. All right, so I, I find this notable uh, not for two reasons. This scene that we're getting here now that they've, they've told Newt, okay, we're going to cut through, climb down, and uh, you know, stay clear, and, and we're going to cut through with a cutting torch. So not only are we back in cutting torch mode, as I said yesterday, where we're, again, welders and cutting torches constantly in use in this movie. Um, and I think that's notable, you know, because it's another suspense engine, right? Because mm-hmm. it, to me, like the cutting torch or the welder suspends time a little bit. Like you have to do this at a certain rate. I used to work, I was a steel worker a long time ago. And I, one of my jobs was to cut steel with a cutting torch all the, all day long. Yeah. <laughs> like I was constantly having to do that. And there's just no way to speed up that process. It's literally exactly the same rate of speed all the time, or you won't get a cut. It won't work. So I think this is one of those brilliant while that we have the tracking device constantly working as this great suspension engine, the welder and the cutting torch, which have to work at this certain rate of speed are also a really good way to uh, create suspense because there's just nothing you can do about it. You got if you're going to cut through something, you got to wait for as long as it's going to take to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's one of those, I just love the like, you know, sort of industrial feel of it. It just kind of reminds you of like who these people are. And I don't know, anytime there's like tactile, you know, tools and stuff like this, it's just like a cool re- reorientation of place and people and everything. Right. And as we always say, uh, uh, flying sparks are always a good idea in a like totally. sci-fi movie. Like you totally. always want to see work is being done, and and it's got a, that look, you know, that reminds you of that. But the other thing, uh, the other thing about this moment is that while time is being suspended by this cutting torch, um, everything does kind of seem to calm down for a second, right? Did you get that feeling? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's kind of the you know the. Whenever there's a countdown of any type, there is that kind of relaxing moment before you know, like, shit's about to get bad. So, yeah, it definitely slows down. Yeah, it's it's well developed here because not only have we slowed down to cut through, um, we've kind of, we got Newt off in the distance. She seems pretty calm. Like, when yeah. they told her, yeah, well, you need to climb down, and she just nods her head, okay, okay. She's down there. And then Ripley is, is for the really kind of the first time, uh, soothing Newt, like where for most of the movie she's been very straightforward with her. Right. Like when they're in danger, she's like, "We're in danger, Newt." Um, <laughs> she's not like everything's going to be okay, but this time she is kind of being that way, and for good reason. Like here we are, suspended in time, waiting for this thing to happen with aliens bearing down on them. She's like, "It's not going to take long. We're almost there," and I kind of feel that soothing uh, feeling as well. Yeah, and it lulls me a little bit right here. I feel just slightly lulled. You're like, oh, okay, we're cutting through. So that when the tracking device dings in, um, it gets, it's kind of crashes in. It's kind of jarring, which I think is a very effective move. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with that. Whenever this is kind of the maternal side of her, or I don't even know if it's maternal to be soothing like that, but just um, the sort of, it shows you that Ripley isn't all just, you know, action, 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 or whatever. She can be that kind of calming presence in these moments. So. I love that about her. Yeah, it's just a thoughtful, you know, she's thoughtful. When yes. when when they're in danger and the practical nature of the situation calls for her to 
make that clear to Newt? She does. Because she thinks it through. She says, hey, we're in danger. You need to get moving with me right now. We don't have time for me to tell you everything's okay. Here, she kind of needs to tell her everything's okay. Everybody needs to stay cool. There's no reason to be overly active right now because there's nothing you can do. Yeah, that's something I love about Ripley, too. Um, You know, not to always make it about gender and stuff, but I do think that that's sort of the benefit of having a woman in this role is that I do think women are probably, you know, read read those situations maybe with a little bit more <laughs> just uh, knowing what's going to help everyone in these moments or how to make everyone feel okay in these moments. And apart from being maternal, it's just a, an instinct of like, okay, whereas I think, you know, sometimes the men in these situations in movies at least get very rushed and very impatient. And I just like that, that, you know, it's part of her. Yeah. Like a a man, a a typical male character in a movie would probably be yelling at Newt to stay cool. Yes. Hey, stay calm down there. Okay. Just, you know, it's (laughs) like, doesn't work at all. I probably do that as a father myself. (laughs) There's probably more than a few times where I'm like, Oh, stop, stop being upset right now. It's right, like, well, right. not helping at all. And she's always um, like, nope, it's okay. We'll be fine. We need to just get through this. So, yeah. Well, I, I also, another, I, another moment here that happens that it, it's one of my favorite Ripley, like micro moments with Ripley that is very telling of her character and, um, and, and the situational awareness she has is that when the the tracker starts to ding and it's like she looks at it and that giant signals there, that one that we heard Hudson say earlier, we got a big fucking signal here. Right. Um, we see that they're bear- there's a lot of aliens bearing down and she immediately shifts into, okay, time to get urgent again. Right. And so she tells Hicks, she's like, you've got to hurry. And he says, I know. And she says, no, you've got to hurry. I always love how she will not let him. He's, he tells her twice that she that he knows he's like I know and she's like a third time like no you got to hurry and I just love that she's like no this isn't a time right now we're not in the time where it's I know right. I know it doesn't matter buddy you need to be <laughs> moving as quick as you can and maybe he can't to be fair to Hicks maybe he can't move right. any faster as we've discussed but I just always love that it reminds me of many people I've known in my life in this situation right. uh, where it's like no. Don't act like this is an urgent. Right, <laughs> I know right. you know. It doesn't matter. You need to be reminded. It's too urgent to uh, let this just sit. Right. That does also, I mean, once again, not to keep making it about, like, moms, but that is such a, like, mom thing, right? Like, when you're being kind of told to, like, hurry along or something, it's just, like, her getting the the stamp on it. Like, nope. Like, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, there's certainly kind of a last word kind yes, of thing there, yes. maybe, but... It's because her last word is the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, the, yeah. she, what she's saying is the fact of the situation. Don't forget what the fact of the situation is here. We gotta hurry, right? And and I know you know, but you need to keep that in mind. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's a it's kind of a paradoxical thing, and it's maybe not practical, but it, it, I I understand it and I've seen it totally. So I I just always like that moment from Ripley. Right. Me too. Um, this is also the minute that gives us that awesome shot of the alien rising up out of the water behind uh, Newt, which is always completely terrifying, <laughs> in my opinion. I mean, this is the real iconic moment. We talked yeah. yesterday about her being in the water. It's an iconic shot of her alone 
uh, kind of as a before and after juxtaposition, I guess. Her alone in the water, that's creepy alone. The, the possibilities of what could go wrong. And then we get the alien coming up from behind her. It's terrifying, like you said. Right. And yeah, I, I, it's just a wonderful moment. And this is the one where I think Cameron took a lot of shit for it from some critics and where he was talking about the child endangerment stuff where some people thought he went a little too far mm-hmm. by having this moment in the movie and uh, that he didn't really understand that at the time. And maybe he would have done it differently after he had kids, hmm. but I don't know. I mean, I think he got to do this. I, I, yeah. I don't think that it, I mean, he's not like ripping her head off or anything. I don't think it's really like that uh, violent against children. It insinuates a kind of stalkery thing, which is maybe, you know, I don't know sends the pearl clutchers off but like i don't know i do think you need that moment too it's the exact moment in this whole group of scenes that we're talking about that really ratches up the tension to you know 100 yeah and you got it uh, we got to remember that you know while this is mainly a sci-fi action film it's also a horror film mm-hmm. you got to have horror there are horror elements in the film and this is where you kind of need one like how are we going to motivate um, Ripley without having Newt be taken. Right. How are we going to have Newt be taken without showing us something? Like, are we really going to do it off screen entirely? I mean, what a lost opportunity. Then you don't get the shot, which is so wonderful. Right. So I don't know. I think that's, you're right about the pearl clutchers. Like the pearl clutchers are exactly the people you're trying to get at with right. stuff like, <laughs> right. like screw them. This isn't their movie anyway. But, um, I, I love the moment, and, and I guess the effect. I talk a little bit about the effect. One of the things Cameron talks about on the uh, on the uh, Blu-ray commentary is how they went to such great lengths. Uh, Ridley Scott and crew on Alien went to such great lengths to find a seven foot tall plus guy to to be in the suit, um, and, and how it was a good idea and everything. But in the end, when you watch Alien, you don't actually see the scale really, other than maybe Brett when Brett first meets the alien and, and meets his demise. Otherwise you don't really see the scale. So they kind of went through a lot of trouble for nothing. So he chose not to do that at all. And, and, you know, just kind of created the scale on his own. And then on this particular scene, it was like, well, he shot low angle with a child. So he didn't really need a seven foot tall, um, actor to take on this, uh, to wear the suit. It was going to be big and looming no matter how you, you shot it. Yeah, so. absolutely. I, that, I was just going to bring that up too, that seeing the sort of juxtaposition between a child and this monster is also what really sets you off. You know, that's when you're like, oh shit, this thing's huge and it's scary. And yeah, that's another thing that ratches up that tension. Yeah. It's such a great moment. And, 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 you know, finally, you know, there's been a couple of times where Newt kind of loses it because of immediate danger, like the face huggers being released in the room. And so on, but this shot of kind of over the shoulder of the alien or just from the side of the alien of, of Newt turning around and seeing it, um, it hits home when she screams because we haven't had, she's not a scream queen kid, you know, she's right. not constantly freaking out. She's not, she's cooler than Hudson, you know? Right. So uh, to get her this moment, you're like, yeah, scream. Good for you. You should probably scream now because right. this is pretty crazy what's happening. And all the while they're pretty helpless up, uh, up top there with, you got Ripley and Hicks right there to help her, but got this thing between them, and he can't quite cut through it fast enough. So Right, right. It's like the boogeyman finally sort of manifesting, too. Yeah. And we don't, like you mentioned, we don't get the moment where, well, like, obviously we're not going to get a moment where she, they 
it, it rips her head off or something. But we don't even really get the moment where it takes her, does anything with her. We just cut away to Ripley, who doesn't really seem to know what happened down there. Yeah. Like she hears the scream, but I guess she can assume. But um, it, it, that's, that's a curious moment. Like, you would think she'd be 100% aware uh, but maybe, I don't know, she was paying too much attention to the tracker. It all kind of went down so quickly. But, you know, finally finally Hicks gets through and they make a hole down and she looks down and, and that's where we end the minute. Right, right. Yeah, it's a great way to end it. <laughs> yeah, again, another little cliffhanger right, um, right. minute ending for us here. Right. All right. So do you have anything else for this minute? I don't. No, that's all I have written down. Okay. Well, uh, you want to remind everyone one more time where they can uh, find you online. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter. Um, it's twitter.com slash Lindsay Romaine, Lindsay with an E. Um, and you can find me weekly on Thrillist and uh, at a bunch of other places. And of course, you can find us at AlienMinute.com, on Twitter at AlienMinutePod, or on Instagram at AlienMinutePodcast. Um, you can also come over to AlienMinute.com on our uh, homepage. There's a virtual tip jar. If you feel like supporting the show financially a little bit, you could drop a couple of bucks in there. All right, well, that's going to do it for Minute 107. We'll see you tomorrow for Minute 108.